Okay, wake up in the morning and I go and get the paper. Gotta get the paper. Every morning gotta go and get the paper. And a nice cup of coffee. Hey Geek fans, today we're talking X-Men Apocalypse and we're answering your questions live. Buy several papers and I'll read them all twice so I can recite them to you backwards, son of nice. Hey, Central Michigan University, this is Ben Solis. I'm Tyler Guza. And I'm Malachi Barrett. <laughs> and we are the Raving Geeks. Uh, we had to switch things up in the podcast room, so we're sitting in, sitting in different positions today. Malachi really, truly believes that he's Tyler Guza. You actually almost threw me for a second. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I'm, wow. in, uh, I'm in version territory here. I, I didn't realize that I was going to be embarking on such an adventure on the other side you're, of the table. You now get to have like all the crazy theories and like just start spewing out nonsense, and I get to actually like try to like think things through and have... like meaning behind everything. I gotta work on my inter- internet voice then. <laughs> You'll get it eventually and we'll we'll need it too because we're doing something a little crazy today. Of course we're gonna talk about some news here in a second but we are also answering your questions live. Last podcast we uh, sent out a little bit of a line saying if you have any questions for us we will gladly answer them on air, on live and you guys sent us questions. They were really good. Yeah, keep, some keep some geeks related, too. some not geeks related. A little weird, a little strange. But yeah, I'm I'm cool with making this like a regular regular thing. We'll yeah. keep track of it if you want to tweet any at us or uh, or send them on our Facebook. But our our Twitter is Raving Geeks. So thanks to everybody that participated, and uh, I'm excited for that because some of them are fun, some of them are a little weird. They're a little weird. But that kind of describes we're a little fun, we're a little weird. You know, That's exactly so, yeah. us. Yeah. Wow, it all comes together. So before we start this off, we're gonna get some news going. Last time we talked about the Civil War trailer, uh, talked about Spider Man a bit. We were without our intrepid leader. Dad's home. Dad is home, finally, and uh, he is one of the biggest Spider-Man fans that I know personally. So, Malachi, we already discussed this. What is your take of the new Spider-Man? So, I am back. It's the first episode, and I'm back since since the... Enjoy that vacation. Since the infamous Cabana episode, where I was in the concrete jungle of New York City. (laughs) And, okay, a couple things about it. Uh, First, I've been to New York before, but this time I think I focused more on the fact that as a, a... place it's a great setting for superhero stuff like you know if you're if you're going around mount pleasant you're trying to wonder how does spider-man swing uh on buildings or how does the fantastic four have room to fly their fantastic car around not gonna happen those buildings uh are very suited for those kinds of things so that was kind of cool also there was a giant uh batman v superman billboard ad in new york and i i tried and failed to take a good panoramic uh video of it but it was right down by Times square and it was uh Man, it was like probably four blocks of of posters. It, it wasn't like anything exclusive. It was kind of the posters that we've already seen of them like about to punch each other. But that was kind of cool. And then we went to uh, to Midtown Comics as well down there. And and last time we went to New York, Ben and I actually got the chance to go down to Midtown Comics too. And that place is like mecca. It is. Man, it, it, it's absolutely cool. I mean, you got one level that's like completely just like shelves and shelves and shelves of comic books. You go up one more level and it's like toys as far as the eye can see. I actually bought a few toys when I was there, too, so insane. Toys and swag and shirts, and some of those sculptures were pretty cool. I was looking at some of the bus. Very cool. Uh, great bus at, at Midtown County. You got to love their, their nice bus. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so I got to see the Civil War trailer, and uh, I, I agree with some of the stuff that Tyler was saying about, like, tone, about how it kind of took you out of, like, this darker thing, and that's why I was a little... I don't know. Like, for me... Just kind of like a general comment, like I don't really need to have him in this movie as much. Mm-hmm. It might be a little distracting. I'm a little concerned about how they're going to set it up. Um, that said, he looks great. 
Uh, the costume is really cool. It's uh, it's very Steve Ditko, but yet it's kind of modern too. It's got like some of those stripes on it, mm-hmm. and uh, the little spider on the front. I didn't hate as much as I thought I would because the uh, the previous movie costumes had really like made that a bigger focus for whatever reason. Yeah, it was really exaggerated. Yeah, I still think the Amazing Spider-Man two costume is my favorite. I thought that was like the most kind of comic with the, with accurate. The big eyes and. Yeah, I really like the bigger eyes. I don't really like those Steve Ditko like slitty eyes with like the really heavy black around the white. Um, but I like how it actually looks like it's cloth. And you, and you were saying it looks kind of rubbery. Because- yeah, I mean, and like, and I was just telling you the other day. Like, I didn't say this on the podcast, but I understand that how it looks on a little computer screen is. Pro- I mean, if I were to see it on a bigger screen, that's what I'm kind of hoping when I go see you know Batman v Superman, they show that Civil War trailer, even though they're opposite. Because I would like to see that Spider Man moment on a big screen. To see maybe if it's just be kind of the the, rash, the ratio of the yeah. size of the things would make it different. But, yeah, it just looked like a Stretch Armstrong now to me. Well, part of it, too, is uh, part of the costume is CGI as well. So And obviously anything where he's him's flipping around and everything, that's going to be CGI. So, you know, him doing the backflip and everything. But they released a high-resolution image of, like, the kind of like the chest up of him. Mm-hmm. And, and it looks like... I mean, it looks like just any kind of like fabric that's a little stretchy. Kind of looks like Under Armour. Sounds young too. Yeah. Like I was. I, I mean, I know Tom Holland is younger, but I was surprised with how young he actually sounded when he said that line. Yeah. So, how old is Tom Holland? He's like nineteen. Or yeah. Something yeah. Like he's that. Like, he's like eighteen, nineteen. But I mean, he. I mean, I was surprised with how young that he sounded. Yeah. And he's, you can definitely tell that that's a you know like because they're saying it's going to be kind of more like a John Hughes uh, high school yeah. level. You know and. That it sounded like that kid was in high school, so. which is cool. You know, uh, part of me is is kind of happy that they're doing it that way. But then we again, we kind of got that in Amazing Spider-Man two already. He was like about to go to college and everything. We got that in Spider-Man one. Yeah, we got that there too. Although Tobey Maguire is not a convincing high school. No, uh, student. Why is this thirty year old still in high school? <laughs> I still think it would have been really cool. And maybe they can do this like an Infinity War if they jump across like universes or something. But I thought it would be really cool to have like an older uh, Peter Parker in these now. Somebody who like grows up because they never let him like grow up in the comics. He's like perennially, perennially dealing with like adolescent issues. But okay, in summation, I liked it. That looked good. I'm interested to see how it's integrated in the movie, but I'm not freaking out like a bunch of people are about the costume. Like, stop bitching. It's fine. Yeah, Tyler. Dude, and like Malachi said, it wasn't even. It's not even his look that was my least favorite part of it. It was. That that trailer was so it was darker, it was gritty, and then they I thought they kind of ruined it because that's what we got with Avengers two was the, the trailers promised us this really dark tale, you know, this villain that's like he might kill people, and then he was a goofy robot, you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just afraid that they're promising us something, and then once again it's going to be the lighthearted Marvel, and it's not going to be the movie that I want it to be. So. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily know that that'll be the case. Sorry, I just dropped my cup of tea on the table it's the first Uh, time a stormtrooper's ever hit something in the history (laughs) yeah i got a pretty wicked uh stormtrooper uh cup with my girlfriend so also another trailer that dropped was the new x-men apocalypse trailer yes it did a movie uh that my anticipation for is probably lukewarm at best my anticipation has dropped since this recent trailer really so what were your first impressions then of the the new trailer yeah well i guess yeah first impressions of like this second or third trailer whatever i thought it was uh weird and kind of lackluster i think a lot we got a better look at some of the cgi that they're doing uh for fun like some of the fight scenes it looks really cheap it looks really cheesy um it looks really geared toward 3d um but like much much more so where it's like we're gonna make this scene in 3d and this is what we need we need things flying at the screen and uh, i'm not i'm not sold really that much anymore i guess my initial thought was that this was going to be like 
much more bombastic than the last two. Um, and I was looking forward to that. And I think it's just it's going to pale in comparison to Days of Future Past. I don't think it's going to be a likely successor. So Tyler, what do you think? Worthy successor. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty, X-Men has not been my is not my favorite superhero property. I understand why everyone loves them. And there are part, you know, there I like the characters when they're almost not in the X-Men run more than when they're with doing the X-Men stuff. Um, but for a while there, I was just saying, like, I wasn't excited about this movie at all. It was just going to be a placeholder between getting me from Civil War to Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? It was just going to be like, hey, here's this other superhero movie that I really wasn't looking forward to. But, hey, maybe I'll end up liking it. Because I, I didn't see Days of Future Past. It was I, I rented it from, like, family video on Blu-ray. And so I didn't see it in theater, you know. So... X-Men's never really been my thing. I'm on the other hand of you, though, that this trailer actually got me a little more excited for it. Um, I see what you're saying about the 3D thing. The only scene I ever see that is with the angel scene when he flies down and he, like, shoots, like, the feathers. That looked cheap. Him. That looked unrealistic because he basically turned on a dime and then, like, yeah. shot the thing. It and looked, then, but I don't, I, I don't know if that's, like, the view they're going to have in the movie, though. Yeah, it could just be a trailer it's just shot. Just for the trailer to show us. Yeah. But I really like, I like, like, what they're doing. I like... I just don't want this to be another movie where the people who are, you know, like someone like Storm, who he knows is eventually going to become an X-Men, you know, and stuff like that. I don't want them to be brainwashed by Apocalypse. I want them to actually be like, hey, we have to pick a side. And with Magneto, it makes sense because he's always on the side of the betterment of the mutant race. So why not side with the first mutant? You know what I mean? Side with someone who can actually take, who can actually take over. Yeah. So as long as this movie doesn't do something with a... Like the stupid, hey, I'm mind controlling you, and then at the end, like it's broken. But yeah, I, I have no, I kind of have no comment on this movie because I wasn't excited. This trailer got me more excited. Like maybe instead of like, oh, I'll wait two weeks into its run and go see it in the theaters. To maybe it might be something I want to go check out first week it comes out. I'm yeah. not gonna be able to be lining up opening night, but two or three days afterwards. It, it, it feels juvenile. And like the one last thing I'll say about it before we give Malachi a shot to, to tear or, or praise this thing um, is that like there's this sequence where like, uh, what's her face? Uh, what's Psylocke? No. Jean Grey? Uh, no. Jennifer geez. Lawrence? Beast? Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> the name escapes me. Yeah. Anyway, she's like, she's like rallying the X-Men. Like, you know, like you're no longer students today. You're X-Men. And it's like, that felt like the Hunger Games. Like, and just was like, well, oh, and that, and okay, this is where we're going with there's this. There's two things I think about here. It's a new ma- it's a new mystique. It's not the same mystique we saw in the original ones because Days know. of Future Past erased that. And also, it's Jennifer Lawrence, so she's gonna be she's not just gonna be like a side character that's helping Magneto out like she has been before. She's gonna be in there. Sure, and I don't even need that to, to be that way. Yeah. It's just it's just that speech was a little. And honestly, I, guess. I I know Wolverine's gonna be in this movie. He's gonna be a cameo. But, I mean, that's why. Have they, they, they confirmed that? I haven't heard that. I don't know if they've confirmed he's gonna be in it, but I got a feeling he's gonna be. I thought he was gonna be in Deadpool, but he wasn't. So I don't well, know. Well, eh. yeah. I, but I think I, I'm excited. I want to see an X-Men movie without Wolverine because I've said it before here. Like, I think Deadpool, now that Gambit's kind of like quietly hit the road, Deadpool's going to be the guy that steps in when Hugh Jackman leaves. And I want to see an X-Men succeed without having to fall back on Wolverine. Yeah. Now, I think Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy are – McAvoy? How do you say McAvoy. his last name? McAvoy? McAvoy? Yep. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> McAvoy. <laughs> They're kind of like the face of this new franchise. Okay, so, okay, so watching this trailer put a couple things in perspective for me. First of all, you almost have, like, three big superhero franchises going on at the same time. It's almost like it's Marvel, DC, and X-Men. Like, X-Men's almost its certain, like, yeah. its own thing. Well, I mean, first of all, because it's not wrapped into the same universe as everything else, but also this is like – I've lost track of how many movies there have been in, in X-Men. What is this, like seven or eight this now? This is about the seventh or eighth movie. Yeah, there's the first three of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there was the Origins movie. 
Then you have the two X-Men, or the Wolverine movies, and now First Class, Days of Future Past, and this will be nine? I would count Deadpool on that, too. Oh, Deadpool, so, th- so this will technically be ten. I consider that to be ten, part yeah. of the part same of the, Well, canon. yeah, I guess I forgot because yeah. Colossus was on it. So, okay, so, like, things like Legacy, like, you're X-Men now. Like, that means something, and then it also doesn't really mean anything to me because, like, we've seen... We've seen these exact same X-Men. We've seen Nightcrawler, uh, Jean Grey, and Cyclops as X-Men already. So part of me is, like, kind of confused about how this whole, like, thing fits. And I know it's a new timeline now, but it's just, like, it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's set in the 80s, and I just don't, like, really know how it makes sense, especially because, like, their costumes are basically, like, battle armor now. And trying to reconcile, I guess what I'm trying to say is reconcile you know the facts and like the way this universe like works mm-hmm. with all of these movies it's so like tonally inconsistent that like when you have a big guy say it's war you have to pick a side well they say that every freaking movie like magneto said that like six times now you know what i mean and like seeing him uh you know it's humans versus mutants like i'm tired of that theme uh the whole like armageddon that's like almost happened in in most of the movies i want to say um and i'm i'm getting kind of tired and maybe this isn't a comment on X-Men in general, just kind of like movie trailers, but I'm getting really tired of like the escalation of the trailer so that by the end there's like this money shot of like a bunch of destruction happening, like the missiles getting shot up in the air, the the X-Men mansion like blowing up, like uh, the cars being like sucked into some kind of vortex on the street. I didn't really know what was going on there. But okay, so aside from that, um, the costumes I thought were kind of wonky. Oscar Isaac especially, they put like a ton of makeup on his like eyebrows and head. And yeah. I think we've kind of talked about that before, but there was a shot in this trailer of him like laying on a bed mm-hmm. and then getting like blasted with the blueness or something, probably like Apocalypse taking a new He's host. Turn into Ivan Ooze, dude. Yeah. I liked him way before. Why couldn't they just like use Oscar Isaac's shaved head and like put him in like a, a robe or something like that? He I don't know. I, I still can't get over I, that. My I guess to tie into what my answer would be to you like the whole timeline of it is cut out the first three movies like the like cut out x x-men x2 and x-men 3 because this timeline that we're following now started at first class yeah. and then they fixed they retconned the old stuff with days of future past but here's the thing though is that at the so end that, technically that old stuff doesn't exist i know anymore. i'm just thinking in terms of age of the characters so like in 2000 sure. or whatever 2000 x in the first one, I think it said like in the near future or something like that. So we'll say like 2000, 2010s were when like the first three were set. You know, Cyclops is like 35 probably. Like he's not in his 20s. He's like mid 30s, almost 40. And in the 80s, I guess that kind of does make sense then, they doesn't it? They were teenagers. They were supposed yeah. to be teenagers. I mean, I don't know. It, it's weird. But here's my my big gripe about that. And then like the counter to what you guys are saying is that at the end of Days of Future Past, when Wolverine has, he, com- he comes back into consciousness, right? And he's back in the normal timeline or what should be the normal timeline. He sees Gene, he sees Scott, he sees all these people. You know, it's like these movies are leading up to that now. Right, yeah, like that's, that's the final chapter on this universe. So you can't retcon those old movies because these movies, even though they're a different timeline, are still leading up to that singular timeline, even though things have been drastically changed. But yeah. you, So are you saying when Wolverine comes back, when he was seeing Gene and Scott – this like the X one movie and X two and X three happened after that point. It happened before that. So, but in those movies, 
Scott dies, Gene dies, and they're still in the mansion. Yeah, but not in one. If you look at if that as like the directly no, so that's happening you, in one. So you, let's let's not get lost in the weeds yeah, about this we get, too much. But uh, yeah. anyway, uh, see, uh, see what this trailer has done to us. It's completely just like fried our minds. I, Deadpool I, was right when he said that their timeline is very confusing, and the fact that the expansion blows up all the time. Yeah. But we got Quicksilver. Looks like he's going to be joining the team, so that's good. I like the fact that, you, like you said, it doesn't look like they're brainwashed. It looks like Magneto is like. Uh, you know, wind and dined to to join a team. They all seem pretty down with it. My yeah. my favorite part of that trailer was the very first line when he's like, when him and Magneto are talking about, you know, someone's coming here and they're gonna take over. And Professor X is basically like, I feel sorry for anyone who's going to come into my house and try to like take what I've built. And then we see later on the trailer that someone yeah. comes into his house and takes what he builds, but smashes that. I, that was my favorite part of the whole trailer. I like those things. I mean, we were talking about Scott Snyder's run on Batman too. I like when they take uh, the characters and they confront them with like. You think you're like this top dog, like you think you're mm-hmm. gonna be like the leader of the mutants. Like, let's deal with your own hubris here, Professor mm-hmm. X. Like, you weren't the first mutant. You're not the best leader. People are joining this other side, and I wonder how much of it is gonna be him uh, fighting Apocalypse because he thinks that Apocalypse is wrong in his mission, and how much is him uh, jealous, being kind of butthurt yeah. that, that all his friends ran away and are mm-hmm. joining a new leader. Because heaven so. forbid. Mystique leaves him for Magneto one more time, man. He's going to go back to taking that. He gets so butthurt, he loses Special type hair. of drug that makes his powers go away, and he can magically walk again. Jeez. Jeez. Okay. Craziness. This is just all craziness. But we're going to move on to the comics now. Uh, they've announced Civil War II a little bit ago, that they're re- doing a sequel to the you know famous Civil War franchise. Uh, and they released some teasers for it, which is really very cool. Uh, I got them up here, and it seems that how they're doing this storyline is a little reminiscent of Minority Report. I was going to say, that's, that's the first thing I thought of was Minority Report. Yeah. Using the Inhumans to do kind of like precognitive justice, predictive justice, as they say in this teaser. So uh, the sides that are taken are now protecting the future and predicting the future, which is kind of a cool take. I mean, all the art is still looks, you know, pretty much the same. Bendis is writing it, so yep, chance, it's got a good chance of being really good. So, so. The, so the premise is like there's someone who has like knowledge of future crimes and, and one yeah, it's side... A, it's an inhuman, yeah. Okay, yeah. so one side wants to punish people before they're, they commit it and the other side wants it to be played out. Yep. Gotcha. So they, the, you know, the side that joins these inhumans, they want to you know change the future. They want to be able to do this. I think with the, the lines are uh, Spectrum, Winter Soldier, Blue Marvel, She-Hulk, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, Medusa, Vision, Spider-Man, Captain America, and War Machine. And this is the Steve Rogers version of Captain America, mm-hmm. who apparently he's an old man in the comics, but apparently he's going to come back and like be reaged and become uh, Captain American again. I guess. Yep. Which is very strange because it kind of contradicts like his stance in the first Civil War, right? If you're like being able to change the future, that's a little kind of fascist, right? And the whole thing about Civil War was that he was against the fascism of of having to demask and. Well, She-Hulk is a, a defense attorney. I know. So why is she picking it, that side? That's an odd choice for her, too. Very weird. So the other side, of course, is Iron Man leads the protect the future side, those who believe that crime shouldn't be punished before they occur. Uh, that includes Deadpool, Hulk, uh, Amadeus Cho. Yeah, the, the Hulk now is Amadeus Cho. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Bruce Banner. He's around somewhere, I guess. I don't yeah. know. The Black Widow, uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson is going to be on that side. Hercules, uh, Luke Cage, Miss America, Daredevil, Black Panther, Thor, Star-Lord. Which is an interesting choice. Hmm. So that's weird. Well, okay, so that makes sense. I mean, Daredevil, you know, Daredevil, Black Panther, Captain America, Black Widow, and I don't know who America Chavez, but she's on there too. She must be like some Shield agent or something. Mm-hmm. Those all make sense. You know, they're kind of like street guys, or they deal with like 
I don't know, normal crime within organizations. Uh, I think it's kind of weird that Deadpool's on that side. Yeah, I don't get that. Uh, he wasn't really even a part of the first Civil War at all, was he? He was. He was. He was. Uh, he had like tie-in books, but like, what did he do? I'm trying to think. Um, well, why? Why are you thinking? Was, I'll just say, I'm kind of. I don't know if it's the movie universe that's. It's kind of made me feel this way. I kind of wish they wouldn't have made Tony Stark the leader. I'm kind of getting burnt out on Tony Stark. I decided this the other day. Oh, yeah? That's why I'm not going to spoil an answer that I have to one of our questions to say, like, why I kind of wish he would go away. But, like, I just – I wish I would have picked something else. I I like Captain Marvel being in charge that one side because that's a character that, you know, not a lot of people know about. You know what I mean? Like, but – I'm 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 like I'm just getting fatigued with Tony Stark and Iron Man. Like, does it always have to be Tony Stark? Think of uh, everything that happens in the Marvel universe. It's either Wolverine, Tony Stark. It's one of those two that are behind it or a main character of it. And it's just kind of like I'm getting burnt out with them. Yeah, you know what? There are no X Men in either of these teams actually. Well, and and that ties back into the whole. The only thing like that I've been reading of the new Marvel stuff is the Inhumans, and they're trying to have the Inhumans kind of I think replace the X Men because of the whole movie franchise, which. I've been loving the Inhuman stuff I've been reading, so I'm kind of glad that it, that ties into this. But at the same time, I just, like I said, I, this is totally, to me, this is a cash grab because of the Civil War movie. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's I yeah, think that's clear. I, I'm confident because it's Bendis, and I and as we were saying with the Minority Report thing, I actually like that. I do, too. I, think I, it's I, like, the, I like this concept of why they're splitting up more than the original, like, hey, the, the, the Registration Act. Me personally, I, I like this new conflict better because I feel like this has a lot more like, you know, it's some you could see why someone like Captain America, who's like, he's all about saving people. Why wouldn't he be on the side where I could stop people from dying, be, you know, before it happens and take the threat out right away? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a lot more to play with here than with just the human register, the superhero registration act. The uh, those are good. Oh, it's okay. I, I looked it up, and yeah, you were right. He's only in the tie-in. It's the Deadpool and Cable tie-in that's in there. Gotcha. But it was a side story, and he's involved. But yeah, they uh, they've released a little teaser for people who have watched uh, the second season of Daredevil, almost like a little post-credits thing. They mm-hmm. released a little clip for uh, the upcoming Luke Cage series. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. I've o- I've only gotten to to watch the first episode of Daredevil season two, and I'm I'm already hooked in. Like. I was upset. I, like I, I was upset. I couldn't watch more last night. There was reasons I was busy with other stuff, but I was like, I have to at least watch the first episode in case you guys want to talk about it. Yeah, I haven't really had time to watch them at all. Um, all, oh. I'll, all I'll just say is, it's not really a spoiler because it's the first episode, but you get to see a little bit of the Punisher and, damn, dude. I heard they fight in like either the yeah. first or the second like, episode. They do one of those things where like they're fighting, but you don't really get to see John Barathal's face very well until like yeah. the very last second, and they. He's the perfect guy. I'm awesome. sorry. He's he's great. Well, we're going to have to have, after we watch this, maybe next week or the week afterward, because we like to watch these things, but I also don't like to like binge watch it. You know, I like to kind of take I'm going to say right now, this might be one of those ones where you watch that first episode, and if it hooked you like it hooked me, I'm not going to lie, I might have it done all by the end of tomorrow. All right. Well, either way, we'll do a, a much more in-depth uh, review of the It, it the took season. us a while last time to... To catch up on that anyway. Yeah, well, too. my roommate's Netflix subscription died about halfway oh through, so I was like, no! Wow. Yeah, I was freaking out. Terrible. I know someone who got to the very last episode and stopped for like 
two, three months because they didn't want to be over. Oh, so they just didn't of, watch the last episode. I can, I can understand that. Yeah. Prolonging the inevitable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, in addition to that, we'll catch up on that. But uh, we just want to put this plug out here one more time because I think we're both pretty proud of it. Uh, Ma- uh, not Malachi, excuse me. Tyler and I are going to be able to see Batman vs. Superman the week it comes out before the rest of y'all. And we will release a spoiler-ish special podcast after we see it. I'm seeing it Monday. Seeing it Tuesday. This is like two or three days away, dude. It's one of those things, like I said last week, you know, I didn't want to talk about it because I was afraid, like, as soon as I say it's happening, they'd be like, "Uh, hey, so somehow through the feeds of, like, you know, we found out you talked about it and you can't go anymore. (laughs) Like, I'm until I'm sitting in that movie theater, like, Looking up at the screen, I'm not gonna. I don't believe it's real. I'm I'm half expecting to show up and have you guys have like pulled some huge prank on me and like film your guys like selves like you as Superman, you as Batman, and like make your own movie and I'll just be super depressed. That would be awesome. While you may have deserved that, that is not the case. Yeah. So what do you what do you guys want to do? Do you want to release like a purely teaser or I'm sorry, like a purely review thing on like you know Wednesday or something for people who are gonna maybe go see it. Yeah, we can. We'll probably. Do or do that. you want to just talk about hey, it in the episode? Something on, I was thinking we Saturday. could do. Have Ben and I record a full spoiler? Like, do not like literally like do not put listen to this until you've seen the movie, unless you honestly don't care about spoilers. Because I want to talk about and it. release that separate of the podcast, even if it's like a little twenty minute thing, and then in the episode of like next Saturday, because the movie will be out for a day, have maybe Ben and I just say. Non-spoiler. This was our thought of the movie, mm-hmm. and that way, if there's someone who's sitting on the fence, kind of like blah blah, blah you know, just want just so we have something to talk about. Like, hey, like I liked it. It met my expectations. There were things that I didn't like. I'm not gonna, you know, anything not spoiler. Just to kind of give like a general overview of the movie, and then that way, going into the weeks, if we want to actually like get into it without having to worry about. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll do that then. We'll give you guys do, options. Any more news, or, or do you guys want to hear from our, our fabulous sponsor? I think that's it. We'll hear from our sponsor, and then we'll hear from our fans after that. Oh, that is the segue I've been looking for, my friend, <laughs> my brother. Okay. Uh, we'll take a break, and we'll see you guys in a moment. Wake up in the morning, and I go and get the paper. Gotta get the paper. Hey guys, this episode of Raving Geeks has been sponsored by The Hall of Heroes. Located in Campus Court next to Subway, The Hall of Heroes is open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Visit their website at www.hallofheroesllc.com and let The Hall of Heroes become your go-to comic book destination. My synopsis is real, never had that old Dixie feel with cats who make waves and aptly get a 360 deal. Hey guys, we are back. As always, check out The Hall of Heroes for all your comic needs, toy needs, shirt needs. They don't have shirts. They have shirts. Michael, you should get they some They have sh- a shirt. You have a shirt. You can buy a Hollow Hero shirt. You can buy it off his back. Yeah, he'll give it to you, too. But uh, interesting thing is that we uh, put out some uh, vibes that we wanted to take some questions, and you guys answered in full. We got, like, a full list of strange, weird questions. Some of them about comics, as we said. Some of them not. And we told them, you could ask us anything. Be as weird as you possibly can, yeah. and they, I think they answered that book, call. baby. Yeah. Well, let's jump into it, eh? Yeah. Yep. All right, first question, uh, who is from uh, Rachel Harrison, actually, who, who works for us, but she's a you know, fan of the show, too. Mm-hmm. So, and I like this as a good starting question here. But This, uh, is, this is a good question. She, she wants to know, uh, do you think Captain America is going to die in Civil War? Yes. Okay. No. If I had to put my money on it and go to Vegas, no. Do I think he should? Yes, because I think a cool kind of tie-in to the Infinity Wars is them going after the life gem because that's one of the infinity stones we haven't seen and yep. use that to bring him back. Um, 
there's actually kind of been a spoiler thrown in the trailer that someone paused the trailer, the newest trailer, at the right time and saw a spoiler in it's it. It's like Nick Fury shopping for headstones. For no, I mean, I, I could tell oh, you, life. I could tell you guys, but it's I have to get the okay from you two. I don't know. What do you think? Podcast Kelsey Princess say, is giving Kelsey's the thumbs up. Yes. All right, all right, go for so it. So don't close your ears for like 10 seconds if you if Close you your ears. Hear. Yeah, close your ears. Um, so in the trailer, in the scene where Tony Stark and Cap are fighting, if you pause it in the right spot in a frame, you can see a body laying on the ground in the background. Looks like he's wearing the Winter Soldier outfit and with the metal arm that's like ripped off. Oh, yeah. So there's people who are thinking maybe they're showing all this Don Cheadle as, you know, dying, but it's actually maybe um, Bucky who dies in this movie. They could both die. Which they could both die. I did, they I they both thought, kill each other's sidekicks. Yeah, yeah, I kind of thought about it Damn. and I go, that would make sense because if this is the last movie for Captain America as, as Chris Evans and they don't want Captain America around anymore, then Winter Soldier, his arc is just there to be, you know, for Captain America, and then after the Captain America solo movies, you really might not need him anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they brought him in, they use him as this kind of plot point, and he dies. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. That is going to be an irreconcilable difference if uh, Tony Stark kills Bucky, if he kills Steve Rogers' lifelong friend. And this is the question I was talking about that kind of ties back into the I'm getting tired of Tony Stark. I actually want them to flip the script because in this comic version of Civil War, we get this, you know, Captain America dies. But he's not really. They kind of do the slow the heart thing, which they used in Winter Soldier with uh, Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. That's where they got that from. I want to see Tony Stark as Iron Man die at the end of Civil War. I honestly think they both should. To tell you the truth, no, they, both, I, they both should just kill bucket. everybody. Yeah. At the end of the movie, a meteor strikes the Earth. I, I really, the I, I, I just really like Chris Evans as Captain America. He went from being to me the lamest character in the Avengers. When I saw that first Avengers movie, I was like, I really don't care about Captain America. But by the time the Avengers was over, and then leading into Winter Soldier, and then do Avengers two. He out of, out of the whole Marvel universe right now. He is my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. So he's my one. Him and Hawkeye are like my two characters. I I don't want anything to happen. To them. I think Hawkeye is probably safe. Too. Yeah, I, I I actually just like Hawkeye as a character. Yeah, same. I think you need like that every man every man character. Like he's he's the guy that if someone like if someone's gonna step up, it'll be him. You know what I mean? Like he'll, just because that would be his job to do that. I I don't think they're gonna kill him because I don't think Marvel has the balls to do it. I don't think no. And I mean, I, he's going to be in Infinity Wars because Chris Evans has been quoted saying nine months of his nine months of his life after they finished up with Civil War is going straight into Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So they might kill him, but and then like I said, use Lifestone. But Marvel right now, if they kill someone, they need to keep them dead because the only person that they've killed and kept dead so far is Quicksilver, and that's like a, one of the people's main complaints with the Marvel universe is they strictly follow the nerd theory of no one ever really dies. So that's why. With Tony Stark, they're not going to do Iron Man 4, I don't think. How many more times can Tony Stark make a villain that the Avengers have to fight? You know what I mean? Yeah, just I'd... just end. Maybe not kill him, but kill the character of Iron Man. Tony Stark can stay around and maybe be a guy who, like, back screen, he's developing tech for him, and they just kind of mention, hey, Stark made us this new thing. Well, in a weird way, that's, I mean, even though he is Iron Man in, in Civil War, that's kind of like what his role is, right? Is that he's just, like, kind of this, mm-hmm. that's a front. So. Yeah, so... I just yeah. I'm get, I'm just tired of the Iron Man character, and I want I actually want Iron Man to die at the end of Civil War, not Captain America. I don't think that's going to happen either. Okay, next question. Uh, this is actually for me. I, I just wanted to know because in in context of the Civil War trailer coming out, I just want to know what is your favorite uh, movie version of Spider Man? Uh, Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two for sure. I thought in Spider-Man, terms of like characterization, characterization, the way that like it, it's put together. I think the the story is really really well done. Um, and that's saying a lot because I think that all those Spider-Man movies are, are pretty low low bar. But um, 
Yeah, I know. I know Malachi. <laughs> you dick. Uh, you, you dick bag. Um, but yeah, I think I think Spider-Man 2 is probably my favorite. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with Amazing Spider-Man, the first Amazing Spider-Man. Um, I really like Gar... Say what you want about those movies being terrible. I really like Garfield as Spider-Man. You know? Like, Toby. Mag- I think if you could have put Andrew Garfield in Tobey Maguire's movies, that would have been, like, the ultimate. Yeah, I but agree with that. I... I, I, I liked Green I liked uh, Green Goblin. I can't, his name's escaping me right now. The guy William Defoe. William Defoe. He was amazing. I think he would be an amazing Joker, but that's just me. Yeah. He would be, yeah. And I really liked him as Green Goblin. I thought the like you said the story for Amazing Spider or for the second Spider Man is really is really good. Mm-hmm. The third one is basically trash. So for me personally though, the one that I had the most fun watching in the movie theater was the first Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. In terms of quality of movie, we're two for five right now, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, th- I agree with neither of you guys. I like uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm. Ooh. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. Mostly because I like the... You know what? People really hated that movie. I really enjoyed it the first time. I only saw it once, but I liked it in the theater a lot. People were like, oh, it's a mess. And I was like, it just seems like a fun Spider-Man romp. It just seems like an you adventure. You weren't here, but I said that I saw Fantastic Four the other weekend. Because McKen- like, I was tell- I told Ben... Michael B. Jordan's in it, so Mackenzie wants to watch it. So yeah. she's like, she literally came home. She goes, "I got Fantastic Four. I know everyone says it's terrible, but I want to watch it because Michael B. Jordan's in it." I sat down the first forty-five minutes to an hour of that movie. I liked it a lot, so I might actually go and watch Amazing Spider-Man Two now. I didn't like the first Amazing Spider-Man movie. Maybe I wanted to like the Amazing Spider-Man Two, so I was a little blind to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed it. I I thought that uh, Anthony Garfield, what's his name? A- uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I thought he was probably the best Peter Parker too. Mm-hmm. Next question is from Kyle Kaminsky. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mr. Kaminsky has wrote in a few questions, so we're going to get to uh, all of those. <laughs> the first is 15 minutes with anyone living or dead. Who would it be? And uh, we can leave what, what 15 minutes with means. You can have a conversation with them. You can do whatever There is a par- the parenthetical insertion here, but um, we're not going to do I, I immediately assumed he, he was asking, like, 15 minutes of heaven, like, go in the closet with Albert Einstein I, I or need, something. I only need, like, two minutes of heaven. So <laughs> <laughs> that's 13 extra minutes we can talk afterwards. But so. that's just me. I mean, we, you can sit down and maybe play chess with uh, Martin Luther King or something like that. So, Ben, who would you like to have 15 uh, minutes? Oh, well, there's a movie uh, that I particularly like. It's a, uh, it's a foreign film, uh, and I don't want that to sound suggestive, but it is actually a foreign film. It's a Federico Fellini film. It's called Ah, Federico Fellini. Yeah, Federico Ah. Fellini. So uh, it is. He made my favorite movie, Two Pastas and a Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) That that did not. And then it was just a cut, and it's just beep, and our episode's (laughs) cut. We're not coming out anymore anyway. Okay, so anyway, he made this movie called La Dolce Vita, and it's actually a really cool movie. It's about a journalist who's in Italy, and he kind of like he's well, he's more of like a a paparazzi kind of journalist, but he he's like kind of like cavorting and romping around Italy, and like you know his like. Life, his loss, his love. It's it's a really good movie. But there is a woman uh, in there named Sylvia, and she is played by the beautiful Anita Ekberg. And Anita Ekberg, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you guys a little little picture here, uh, just so you guys can uh, be well aware of what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, this is the the classic '60s beauty. Ah, yeah, she that is an attractive woman that I'm looking. Yep. At. So 15 minutes with Anita Ekberg. I believe she's dead, but if she's not dead, Anita, baby, me and you. All right. Uh, I when I think about this question, I kind of always go to the first caveman, who just I guess like Vandal Savage, the, the very the very first caveman that like made it so that it were humans, not like caveman people, you know, like monkey people or whatever. I just think that would be interesting. One from a research perspective, I would probably get a Nobel Prize. So this isn't a sex thing. 
No, no, it's not a sex uh, thing oh, at all. Oh, okay. Come on, Ben. Sorry. No. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, I would probably teach him how to create fire and then send him back in time. Thus, I would become the most important person who's ever lived. Uh, you know, honestly, a sex thing might be good because then my genetic material would create the foundation for the human race. I didn't quite think of that. I was but just trying to get you there. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but Uguk, the, the caveman, the first caveman ever, that's who I would hang out with. This this is tough, man. This is this is really tough. I have that I, was a good answer. That too. was a really good answer. Thank you. I thought about going funny with this, like just like something really ridiculous. I would really actually like to meet Mark Hamill too. I think that would be really yeah. cool. Yeah. See, fair enough. Mark, that, I'm not gonna use him because he comes into one of the other questions. Okay. Um, okay. But for me, honestly, it's gonna. It's gonna I'm, I would love to just hang out with Harrison Ford. He would not. He would See, be so. Thing, pit, he'd be like, get the ah, away here, from here's me. Here's the thing, though. He's, Sorry, beep. <laughs> he's, beep. He's he's coming. <laughs> well, well, we should insert like a like a like when that comes up like in, later on. But yeah. first time we've edited. Anything I would in a love. Long time. Cool. I would love yeah, to sorry. sit down with Harrison Ford and do stuff like you in like Witness. That that was like I loved you in Witness. Or just do like the Chris Farley yeah, show, like, like the clear and present danger. Remember, like that. remember when? Uh, yeah. Remember when they took your your wife and their, your kids and they were like, "Get me back my wife." Yeah. That, that was awesome. You remember that? That was, uh, yeah, that was because awesome. everyone's gonna be stupid, like, "Why am I talking about Star Wars?" And you know, being honest, so I just go up and start talking about all his other movies that he that he actually cares about, and not the ones he wishes he could hide from, and just yeah. sit down, have, maybe have like a scotch with him, you know, have him fly me around in his plane. Yeah, you know what I mean? Would like be cool. I, that, I, I, he's I just, just don't think he would be in the mood for. And any I just of that. love Indiana Jones so much. Like that's who I wanted to be growing up. Yeah, that I get to hang out with Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford is writing a restraining order as he listens to this. That, hey, if Harrison Ford is listening to this, it's, how cool would that be? Like, Harrison Ford has a restraining order against me. Not bad. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, bad. come on now. I've done something right. Sure. Okay, next question. Our next question is from uh, Justin Braun, who I believe is a student here at CMU. I'm, he actually ex-student. He, oh, he graduated a, last year. He's an alumni? It's a little questionable, but... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His, his his graduation was he questionable. He actually sent me three questions that I actually I know he said we'd answer anything, but he sent me like three questions and I said absolutely not to all three of them because oh, they really? were pretty, they were bad. They would get us like taken off of the air. I don't to, answer. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> appropriate the, time. the yeah. sanctioned answer that uh, question that he submitted was uh, who would be your top three guests to have on the podcast and why? Mm. Um, I would like to have Rob Liefeld on here. Uh, I'd like to talk to him about Deadpool anymore. In fact, it was, when I was talking to Dave, I was kind of like wishing that like Dave was Rob Liefeld. I, I often wish, wish that. that Dave was <laughs> Rob Liefeld instead. No, but I want to I want to make him answer for uh, his big chest uh, Captain America. Put him, oh God! Put that, him on the spot for that, that. infamous uh, cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we each get top three. Yeah, we each get three. Um, I'd like to. Uh, you know, I'd like to have um, Paul Th- Paul Thomas Anderson. Who's a director? He directed the um, the Master. There will be blood, and ask him like you know if if high art can ever be achieved in comic book movies. Hmm. You know because he's like a really high art you know mm-hmm. director. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, and then uh, probably Bendis, just because I'd like to tell him how cool he is. Oh yeah, Bendis would be fun. How good he is, you know. I love I love uh, Brian Michael. Yep. What do you think, Tyler? I'm gonna go Mark Hamill. Yep. That's why I didn't pick him for the. Good but choice. I would say you have to do the entire show doing the Joker voice. <laughs> like you, I'm sorry, you have to. Um, two, I'd probably go. I, I would go Greg Capullo just because, like, listening to his podcast and like his interviews and stuff, he's just so interesting to talk to, and yep. he just seems like he'd just be super fun to hang out with. 
Um, you just really want to hang out with these guys, don't you? Yeah, dude. Like, I would be <laughs> like, hey, I know you're famous. I don't care if you're famous. I just want to hang out with you, you know? And then for the last person, I'm going, man, I'm going to go, mm, I was going to say Michael Caine, but I'm going to change I'm gonna change it to Ben Affleck. Let's get the new Batman in mm-hmm. here. Yeah, let's stop screwing around with old me. Yeah, like, yeah. I, want, I want Ben Affleck in here and be like, listen, here's a truck full of money. Just direct Batman, the Batman movie. Just say you're doing it already. So those those are three people I'd want. To hang good, choice, yeah. good choice. Good uh, choice. I think first I would want Christopher Nolan on here, if only so that Ben would like lose his mind, I'd, <laughs> just I'd, melt in his chair. Yeah, I would uh, let everything go. Either either Ben would like embarrass himself and then be too ashamed to ever bring up Chris Nolan again, which would be great. Which would probably happen. <laughs> or uh, Chris Nolan would say something really nice about Ben, and we would never ever hear the end of it. No, you know what? No, no, you would not. If Christopher Christopher Nolan was here, I would hold him hostage until he tells me. What's his version of the end of Inception? Swear to me. Like, be like, you are not allowed to leave this small, sweaty, hot room until you tell us how Inception. Is. Uh, they had a, they have geo filters on Snapchat for the Batman v Superman movie. Yeah, yeah. Is the Batman one back? Because I missed it and I'm really disappointed. I don't know, but when the Batman one came out, I got like ten snaps from like different friends of mine going, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> like seriously, like five or six people did that exact. It was great. So Chris Nolan would be number one. That's a good choice. Uh, I think T.J. Miller would be great. Also He's got a, an amazing podcast that I constantly try not to emulate on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Cashing In with T.J. Miller. It's him and Cash Levy have a really great like. They do like improv games, but like don't really acknowledge it on air. Like they they had kind of have like a, a format, but they start. It's each, like an inside joke for themselves, kind of. Yeah, they start yeah. each episode with like a really extended bit, and they they don't really acknowledge. I mean, they kind of acknowledge that they're doing a podcast, but like for example, they did a Christmas one where Cash opened the show and he was like caroling, knocking on doors, and then he you know entered uh, T.J. Miller's home and you know walked around his house, and then they went to Meatloaf's house. And they caroled in front of Meatloaf's house. So they, like, do the show, but they're also, like, doing a really, like, long bit that they commit to, like, insanely. So, anyway, it's a really funny episode, or a really funny uh, podcast in general. But T.J. Miller, I think, is just one of my favorite stand-up comics. Uh, and he's really fun. I think uh, Pete Holmes would be fun to have on here, too. Uh, just because of his, his podcast that he goes, like, super in-depth with people about. And I would like to see him, like, pick my brain and see where we end up there. Um... Yeah, so I guess that's my three. It's a good choice. Kind of, kind of, kind of. I might, I might change my, one of mine to Kevin Smith. I know you guys hate Ugh. him, but I, I, I like Kevin Smith, and I would bring him in here just because you guys hate him so much. I, I like, like, I like Kevin. I like Kevin a lot. You were talking a lot. Of shit I about sometimes Kevin. he gets on my nerves. <laughs> just in case Kevin Smith a, hears this, I like. He's Kevin. a good man. He's a good man. I respect him. I'd like to have Kim Il Sung on the on the podcast. Yeah, I yeah. think that would be interesting. Yeah. Why did you form the People's Republic of he's, North Korea? He's you know pretty down with uh, with American culture, right? That's what I hear. Yeah. So much so that he had to like you know take himself away from it. Yeah, he had to isolate. That's right. It's got too too intense. Ah man, he's just like the biggest otaku ever. That's why he had to go. There you go. I just all I'm thinking about is the interview now. So <laughs> I never actually did watch that. that it's it's a one and done. Watch it one time, enjoy for what it is. It was, never watch it again. It was okay. Yeah. The next question comes from my good friend uh, Bryson Regner. Uh, Bryson asks. Well, he has one about the podcast serial that I'm not really going to answer because it's a complicated question about Bo Bergdahl, and I don't feel that I can articulate my feelings on that right now. And I would I would articulate too much. And we're maybe on uh, episode eight or nine, so I think I need to listen to the whole thing first. I would just sit here in silence and just not have a comment at all. But his second question is something that we've been arguing about for over ten years, I think, and that is salsa. Does it classify as a food or a condiment? 
I'll take the lead on this one. Uh, I, uh, I take some heart medication, right? It makes me really drowsy, really sleepy. It also gives me mad munchies, weird, oddly enough. So every single night, at some point in the night, I have to get up and fill my face with something to eat. You know, usually I pick a, a healthy choice so I don't gain too much weight. But there was one example one night where I had nothing in my fridge at all except for a nice thick can of chunky salsa and a few tortillas. And let me tell you, I made salsa tacos and ate that like it was meat. And then I ran out of tortillas and kind of just scooped the salsa into my mouth. Food. Straight up food. Food? 100%. So what do you think? Yeah, because see, I'd also go that it's food. Because to me, a condiment is a food enhancer. Mm. Mm. It's something that normally you would not eat by itself. Like, I know I w- you would never see me just take a spoonful of ketchup or a spoonful of mustard or mayo and eat that. It's divine. That being said, I could just eat salsa, like you said, by itself, and it gives you, you know, and you can eat that. It's, it, to me, it's a food. It's a bunch of food chopped up and mixed together to make a mixture of food. That You guys, I am so glad that we were on the same side on this. Really? Yeah. We all agree? Yeah. Well, I really thought great. this was going to be a lot more contentious, but Kelsey's shaking her head. Yeah, she's like literally like shaking the entire table. I, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit, but I'd like to hear her side of it too. So can we hit pause really quick and get Kelsey to sit in a chair? Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to go with salsa as a condiment. Uh, personally, I would never eat salsa by itself. Blasphemy. I always eat it with chips or on a taco or, you know, as some kind of additive, I'd have never eaten salsa by itself, and I think that's weird. It's great. I think we need to get down to the root of the question here. And I could literally talk about this for like four hours because, <laughs> I've again, we've been having this argument for about ten years. Uh, the What classifies a condiment, right? It's some sort of sauce. It's it doesn't have to be a sauce because think about – Relish. Yeah. Well, relish well is, kind of is, is relish a food or relish a condiment? That's a question a for condiment. us too. Uh, it's a food enhancer. I don't know. I'd eat relish. So is salsa. Salsa what's, is the same consistency as, as relish. What's the difference between relish and salsa then? Because relish is basically just yeah. chopped up vegetables. I will say this. Okay, I think I know where you guys are going with this. That like any, any, any food enhancer is considered a condiment, but anytime you go to Kroger's and you go down to the condiment aisle, there are no spices there. That is in the spice aisle. There's salsa there. There is no salsa there. That is in the Mexican food section. Okay, let me let me. Wikipedia says a condiment is a spice, sauce, or other food preparation that is added to food to impart a particular flavor, to enhance its flavor, or in some cultures, complement the dish. I think the last part of that is really the most problematic thing. Mm-hmm. Complement the dish. Very ambiguous. It opens the door for a lot of things to be condiments, and I don't know. I start to feel my answer change, and I don't like it. Well, Salsa's a condiment. Think about it this way, okay? Like they always say. Ben is not Ben is like crouched over his towel tries to lean over. Not everyone with a mustache is a pedophile, but every pedophile has a mustache. Ying and yang. Wow. We went there. Um at, at the end there. of the day though, what is what is salsa is comprised of foods. So if you if you had a tomato is a food. Uh, hear me out here. Food. Hear me out here. So if you had a tomato, an onion, a pepper, whatever else goes on salsa. I'm not even actually sure. I should probably onions, look that up too. Some onions. If you had all of those elements separate and they were sitting on a plate and then you had a plate next to it of all of those things just diced up and made into kind of like a paste or whatever, you know, a, the salsa wants to be classified as, what is the difference there? At what point does it magically transform into a condiment, all of these foods that were once food? I believe there are Newtonian. Yes, Newtonian laws of physics that say that matter can no lo- neither be destroyed or created, mm-hmm. that it exists as it was, and I'm going to use that in this, this sense, that it's still food. 
What's then the difference? All condiments are food because they're all created of smaller foods. I agree. I disagree. Mm, no, I disagree. Ketchup is not a food; it's a condiment. That's what I'm saying. But its parts are were food. It was made out of tomatoes. God damn it! Wow, yeah. we're having mm-hmm. a quandary here. What's the difference between a sauce and a condiment? Because salsa <laughs> is de- defined as a sauce on Wikipedia. I think most sauces are condiments. Well, when you translate, I can't really think of a sauce that isn't well, like. Pasta sauces aren't really. That's I like that's consider the meal. That a condiment. When I think condiment, I think compliment. That's because the right. words are similar. And I it's think a, it's a food enhancer. And I think that salsa is a is a compliment. Our mashed I'll potatoes. Eat, I'll eat tortilla chips by themselves. I will not eat salsa by itself. What about mashed potatoes? That's a compliment. Is that a condiment? Mm, that's a. I can eat. That is bread a meal. condiment then? Because you no. eat bread with sandwiches and you compliment the the but meat and the cheese. But you also eat a toast by itself. You can also eat salsa by itself. We've established that. Who does that, that though? But people, toast the same thing weird as bread. People, people do that. Uh, weird toast people. is different than bread. That's yeah. for sure. Wow. Now you see how a this roll. is such a vexing you, a question. Roll. Do you, you just eat, eat bread, or do you have to make it toast? No, you can eat bread by itself. I know plenty of people who do that. That's weird. I, I know plenty of people who eat salsa by themselves. They're mostly white people. Uh, <laughs> you know what? The divisions in our society right now. Nothing goes deeper than salsa, food, or condiment. Yep. Yep, throw the presidential election out of the way, salsa, food, or condiment. All right, let's 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 get the final word on this and let's move on because, we, you know, we're going to get stuck here for let's a while. Let's take a score, okay. Okay, so Ben. Food. Okay, Kelsey. Condiment. I'm still going to say food just for my own, and, and Tyler in the corner says food. You know what? We'll do a Twitter poll. That's a great idea. We'll let you guys decide. For All right, us. you guys can decide. We will uh, have the definitive word next episode, and I'm I'm sure you can uh, have some things that you might want to add, Bryson. So feel free to uh, to tweet that stuff at us, and we will reignite the argument. So we are gonna uh, take a quick pause and readjust Tyler in. Okay. All right. We've reintegrated Tyler into the into the fold. Okay. Next question uh, is from Nolan Guza, who's your your brother, right? He's your my, younger he's brother. My, he's my younger brother. Yes. And he asks, uh, "What is our favorite uh, gadget in comics?" Let's let Nerd Boy take this one. I'm, I'm sorry. You, I'm I'm going to continue my love of Batman. I'm going to go with the utility belt. Batman's yeah, but utility belt. but what in the utility belt? What in the utility belt? Yeah. The grappling gun. Okay. I'm going to go with the grappling gun. You know. Man, I, I'm really tired. I don't feel like walking the rest of the class. <laughs> Poof, gone, done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You got to change. You always got to change Spider-Man's web slingers. Dude, I was about to say, my yeah. first pick was going to be the web shooters. But uh, if you can get it to work the way it works in Arkham, the Arkham games, which yeah. I don't know if that's like physically possible I'm for si- it to I'm work si- that I'm way. I'm sitting on the couch. Man, that bag of chips over there sounds like a shoot the thing and bring it back. Yeah, yeah that grappling gun is far more efficient than Spider-Man's Yeah, I'm going webs. grappling gun. Wow. Okay. Ben, what do you think? Um... I'm going to go with Rorschach's mask. Rorschach's mask is pretty cool. I know it's not technically a gadget, but it's like a, you know, it helps hide his identity. Yeah. It's constantly for, changing. For some of the readers that don't know, you want to explain that one? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so if you guys ever read Watchmen, if you haven't read Watchmen, okay, Watchmen is a book uh, created by Alan Moore and mm-hmm. uh, Steve Gibbons. Yep. Yep, Dave Gibbons. Dave Gibbons. Something Gibbons. I had Steve Di- is I, his lesser known brother. <laughs> I had Steve Ditko and Dave Gibbons confused in my head for a second, which is silly, but... Uh, yeah, it is, it's a graphic novel. It's about, you know, like superheroes in, in the real world and how they kind of grapple with real life issues. It's a really great book. And if you haven't seen the movie, I don't know where you've been for the last like 10 years. Go, go consume this media. But anyway, so Rorschach um, is one of the characters. He's one of the coolest characters and he's really damaged. Um, he has like a very hard line stance on what he considers like moral. Um, he's probably the hardest liner out of the whole group. Yeah. 
He kills uh, criminals at will just because he thinks that they're scum. They don't deserve to live. They don't deserve to go to jail. Um, but the, the kind of crux of his costume, other than looking kind of like Dick Tracy, is this mask that is constantly forming different Rorschach shapes. Uh, Rorschach is a test, psychological test. It's like inkblot, if you ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to kind of look at it and say, what do, you, what, what do you see here? And then, you know, based on your answer, you're either a nuts, nutcase or you're not. Um, he actually created this. He was, um, Rorschach was like a, like in a haberdashery and like in a tailor shop, kind of a dry cleaner. That's where he worked as like a teenager because he was um, eventually put into foster care and like put in the foster system. Um, so as he was like fixing a dress one day, it was like a, some kind of thermal heat dress that anytime someone put it on, it would constantly change shapes. And he was like so enamored by it because he was so damaged and kind of like kind of nutso in the first place that he saw it and saw this like living Rorschach test. So he cut it up into a mask and put it on his face. And I think that's just really cool. I'm going to take a, a bit of a turn here. Uh, <laughs> my, my favorite gadget, I was going to go with the web shooters, but Tyler shot that one down. So I'm going to go with uh, Stiltman's stilts. Are you kidding me? The supervillain Stiltman. <laughs> as soon as I saw it on the Wikipedia page, I was just like, yep. That, All right. So before you get into this, who is Stiltman? Whose villain is he and why? He's, uh, he's primarily a, a Daredevil and Spider-Man villain. I think he's more of like a, a straight... Uh, like kind of street level guy, okay. which is ironic because this guy doesn't stay to the streets. No, he used he has a, he's a criminal with a impenetrable suit of armor that has powerful telescopic legs, so like the legs can like extend and retract, and he uses them for high story heists. <laughs> Wait, can you can you say that one more time? For yes, he uses uh powerful telescopic legs for high story heists. That's what I thought you so said. So if like, there's a bank at the top of a tower or something. Trump Tower, say it. Say. Yeah, or maybe corporate espionage, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's my favorite thing because, one, it's ridiculous. Like, get a jetpack or a grapple gun. Or, or climb, for Or that climb or, or anything that would, you know, make any kind of sense for traversing verticality. Whatever happened to the elevator? I mean, yeah. seriously. Where's Elevator Man at? But my favorite thing is because this guy uh, – What's his What's his real name here? Wilbur Day. Uh, he's a genius inventor, it says. And uh, he has degrees in physics and mechanical engineering. Uh, he also has other kinds of, like, inventions like lasers and stun guns and, and stuff like that. And what this idiot decided to do was build an Iron Man suit that had long legs. Out of everything. Yep. Out of everything he could have done. Yep. That's sad. Yep. It's great. I really actually feel bad for this guy. Yeah, he, he kind of sucks. Hmm. Uh, our next question, again, is from uh, Mr. Kaminsky, and he asks, who would make a better Hogwarts professor between the four of us? I'll open it up to Kelsey as well. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He just wants to know between Ben and I who would make a better so Hogwarts professor. So you guys get professor. to weigh in on this. Okay. so We what? get to weigh in on this, too, yeah. um, which is very interesting because I actually just started watching the Harry Potter movies. This, for the first week, time? This weekend for the first time. Man, where have you been which, for the last 10 years? On? I was, well, I only watched, okay, so here's, here's a small backstory, right? Third one's the best. I never read the, I read half of the book when I was like a kid, when it first came out. <laughs> You're like, there's no pictures in this thing. Well, I just didn't, I didn't <laughs> dig it. I mean, it was, yeah, exactly. So this isn't a comic book. Um, I'm not into the whole Wizards and Dragons thing. Fantasy's not really my, my bag. I'm much more of a sci-fi guy. So I never really like followed up with any of these books. And this huge phenomenon happened and it totally just went by me. I did see Deathly Hollows Part 1 and 2 when they came out, which is kind of funny because it's like the end of the movies and like you had no backstory of what was going on. That's weird. thought Why they were actually do, pretty good. Why would you do that? Eh, I didn't care. So anyway, so my girlfriend and I were having this talk and I had mentioned that I'd never seen these Harry Potter movies, so she's been like forcing me to watch them. And I actually liked the first Harry Potter movie a lot. So I watched half of Chamber of Secrets last night 
and we're finishing the rest of it this weekend. Third third one's the best, and that's where you see the tone shift. Okay. It goes cool. from the Christopher Columbus, like Christopher Columbus, Chris Columbus. Uh, I think his actual name is Christopher Columbus. Harry, Harry, <laughs> is it? Yeah, so hey. Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter's sailing the high seas. Yeah, so uh, where he, it's kind of like you can tell it's like the little kid, like, haha, happy-go-lucky, and then it gets really dark. That's cool. I'm actually sold. I actually think it was really cool, even just the kiddish stuff. So I am a, I'm now actually, like, tapped in enough to understand and debate this question. So good. Um, I think I would be a very good Hogwarts professor. I, I think what what subject would you yeah. teach? Because oh, for me to decide who would be the better teacher, I would have to know what kind of like what like defense against the dark arts teacher. Okay, let's teacher. let's do it this way. Yeah, you guys will decide who's the better teacher, and we will decide what subject we teach. How about this? No, we, subject is. important. Yeah, subject question. because it when you read the books or like when you're watching movies, you will see that like the professors kind of mirror. Like, yep. like Professor Snape, he looks like a potions teacher. Madam Sprout, she teaches herbology. Like, her name is Madam Sprout. She had no choices in life. Yeah, so. Okay, well, I'm going to get up out of the chair then. I'm going to let Kelsey sit down. And Kelsey and Tyler are going to talk about our subjects and then who actually would be the better teacher. So we're taking ourselves out of the yeah, equation? Yeah, let's take ourselves out of the equation. Probably a good idea. Because you're not, you're not very well versed. It's been a while since I've been introduced into the Hogwarts stuff. So. And we're just going to kind of talk ourselves up anyway. True. Um. So, uh, what do you wh- – which, which – uh, which subjects do you think that they would teach? So, I could see Ben being someone like a, like he'd be like a care for magical creatures. Yeah, I was or, thinking uh, that. Or something like a, maybe like the flying teacher, maybe. Like, he just teaches the flying no. class. I, I don't know. I'm not, I, just, I don't see flying. It's, it's the hat right now that's really t- tapped me into that. Ma- uh, Malachi would be, I could see him being like. No, you know what? Uh, ben is charms. Ben, ben is charms. Ben, ben is, is charms. charms. I yeah. am rather charming. Malachi. That's not what that means. He would be. He would. He would do something like Muggle studies or something that really studious. You know what I mean? Like he would work for the Daily Prophet. Yeah, he'd be like, but he would come in and be like, so he would teach Muggle studies, but then at, afterwards he'd be like an editor at the Daily Prophet, making sure like the, the Wizarding world is staying like current with the Muggle world, so they're not getting like super high and tidy. You know? Right. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that, that's what I would say. I, when it comes down to it, better teacher is hard to classify because my version of a really good teacher is going to be different than yours. Right. I think with Malachi, I'm going to get a lot of homework. I'm going to be writing a lot of papers. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's going to he's going to be correcting me it's all be the a time. Lot of writing. I'm going to bring it's in. Be writing he's writing intensive. He's, he's going to be like, I need three inches of this this paper. And then he's gonna just red ink. That it. course is gonna be. It's gonna have a yeah. W I M. Yeah. At the end. Of it, it. It's gonna. I'm, I'm gonna see more red ink on that than when I after I get done writing my papers for Jim Wojcik. Um, with Ben, he's gonna have a lot of really fun activities. It's gonna be a lot of like sitting in the grass and just like talking about the concepts behind things and like right. how they make us feel. But wait, but wait, who would we learn more from? That's why I would have to go with Malachi, probably being the better teacher. All right. But Ben, I would have more fun in your class. All right. Now, what would you? What would you teach, Tyler? What I teach. <sighs> Uh, I would, I would be late to every single class, but I would probably teach something like, I could, I'd probably teach care for magical creatures probably. I could see that. Yeah. Like just me and you and the, we, I'd take you guys out into the forbidden forest and be like, go find the most deadly creature and bring it back here. And then like now, and then I'd be sitting in a lawn chair, you know, drinking butter beers and just like, you know, hanging out. But what about you? I think I would teach uh, transfiguration. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So I would say Malachi, better teacher, Ben, more fun, more fun fun teacher. I could, I could take that. I'm all right with that. As long as you guys get an A in my class, keep my, keep my levels up. Good SOS scores. We're good. 
okay, that was that was fun and ridiculous at the same time. We so have I, just one final question here. One last question. And then we're going to move it on to recommendations or recommendations. Who, who gave well. us this question, by the way, this last one? This last one? Well, actually, we, we have two more. I didn't really want to get into the, the other one, but let's do the, the dogs first. So, okay. So uh, what, what dog breed do you see yourself as? Pick a breed for each other. Uh, Kyle asserts that I would be a German Shepherd, <laughs> which I could kind of see. But I was going to say before I even saw that he said you would be German Shepherd, I was going to say you're German Shepherd. Ben, I could see you being something like a what, – what's the dog that they run on the racetracks all the time? Greyhound. Great I could see you Great as a Greyhound. Just, I'll just, take that. Yeah, standing strong and – you know, majestic. Like, ben Ben like, kind of reminds me of like a Scottish Terrier for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? You you just changed my mind. Scottish yeah. Terrier for Ben. Yeah. Uh, I would say Tyler's more Wookie than dog. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, <laughs> but what's whatever the dog is uh, that they use? The big in, shaggy dog. Yeah, in yeah. the Tim Allen movie. You knew <laughs> yeah, exactly yep. where I was going. The movie where Tim Allen has to switch plays with a dog. Whatever uh, breed of dog that is. I, that's what I was going to say either that or for me, I would say like I'm like a Saint Bernard. Or like yeah, something that, that just runs in a circle. Like I'm the dog that like chases its own tail. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would have to say that, that Kelsey is a, is a dash hound or a dachshund. It depends how you say that, you know? I see. Yeah, the wiener dog. She, yeah. She's, well, it's like kind of a wiener dog, but it's like, you know, like a little furrier, you know? What's the wiener dog? That is, um, is that a dachshund? Yeah, I think it's a dachshund. <laughs> you just okay. called Kelsey a wiener dog. Well, <laughs> I think she would be a wiener dog. That's what I was going to say. Wiener dogs. She says corgi. Wiener dogs are really regal, though. They're like little princesses, right? She's our podcast princess. Do you have princess? back problems? Because they also get terrible back problems. That's Wow, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Wow. That's that's sucks. I think you're a pit, Malachi. You, look like, you look like a pit. Hmm. I did go on tour with Pitbull for a while. Oh, good. <laughs> glad. Yeah, that sucks. Can you yeah. speak fluent Spanish now? Si. Si habla. The final question is, is from Bryson uh, again, and he asked why people call me the mustard man. Uh, which I don't think we really addressed on this show. I don't really know why they call you the Mustard Man. Uh, but, uh, but back home, that's kind of like a nickname that I had in high school, the Mustard Man, or Musty, as as it is also that called. That has all kinds of Because you smelled in gym class? Yeah, that has different implications completely. No, no, it literally has no meaning whatsoever. Do, do you just, put mustard, like, do you eat, must, like, a lot of mustard? No, it's not because I, like, enjoy mustard more than I any other condiment. I mustard. We talked about this, but Must- you hate mustard? Mustard is the worst thing on the face of the earth. Oh, come on, man. Mustard's divine. There yeah. was a girl. <laughs> we were at lunch one time, and there was a girl who got an entire plate full of mustard thrown at her, <laughs> like 10 inches in front of me, and that I was wa- pretty great. I sat down and watched someone eat an entire plate of mustard with a spoon one time, oh and my I God. about wanted to throw up. We had a mustard challenge in our high school. Did you? Uh, so we had, like, spirit games, you know? like yeah. We had, like, pep rallies and everything yeah. uh, before, like, uh, they were, like, on Fridays or something like that. Not like I was a football player, by the way. Yeah, I was. Uh, so we had these games where we're like, I oh, it's not. it's the freshmen versus the sophomores versus the juniors and the seniors. And it's like all these games and they play volleyball and all kinds of stuff. And one of the games that they would play is like some somebody's sick joke where uh, someone would squirt mustard into the other person's mouth. And then that person would have to spit it into a cup. And the goal was to fill the cup the fastest. They would have to like get squirted with mustard, run like 15 feet, spit it into a cup. And it that, was that the, would be my nightmare. It was the most <laughs> horrifying thing <laughs> ever. Uh, but anyway, none of those things had to do with it at all. It's just like literally something that that has no meaning at all. So, so okay, let's go back to the original kind of, question. Kind of boring. What is the original question? Who is the mustard man? No, why do they why? call me the mustard ben, man? Ben, did you have a nickname growing up? Ah, uh, not really. I'll Ben Jammin. My friends call me Ben Jammin. 
it was kind of cheap, but I used to play drums. I still play drums. Mm-hmm. I don't used to play drums, but, you know, they thought I was cool. I was kind of like a rock star around them, I guess. Yeah, rock star. I mean, I say that lightly and yeah. jokingly, but, uh, my, okay, so I did have a, a nickname growing up. Uh, my, my grandma, very, very Puerto Rican, right, very thick accent, speaks English pretty well, but, you know, when she speaks English, it's just like, you know, it's fun. Um, but when I was a very, very, very small child, like, like, couple months old right i had to go back to the hospital for something and uh, i was sitting there and i was watching like you know kermit the frog on the sesame street right yeah on the kermit channel yep so you know my parents are sitting there they're hanging out whatever and so my grandma comes in and says like oh it's german the frog right instead of kermit the frog Mm -hmm. and so my dad laughed his ass off and just was like your nickname is german from now on so you know when i growing up they're like hey german come here that's cute yeah it's nice cute yeah I was uh I was at the bird last night and I was playing pool and uh, a couple of international students came and like slapped a dollar on the table, and I I beat them but I let them keep the table because you know I'm gracious and I was getting tired of playing. <laughs> we actually won on a technicality. They scratched trying to hit the eight ball. You're so such a humanitarian. They were gonna win though. They were they were good. Running your table, huh? Yeah, they were good. Wow. It was a close game. But anyway, uh, not to digress. Uh, they asked me what my name was, and I told them, and they said that uh, that Malik, which, you know, is close enough. It's probably, like, the Arabic version of Malachi, means king. <laughs> so, I bet that inflated your ego, like, so 15 times. Bow down. That's why your head was so big. You could barely get through the door today. And, yeah, exactly. And that's why Malachi is the mustard yeah. man. I didn't have a nickname growing up. Really? At least it, to my face. <laughs> I didn't have one. But, no, uh, my friends my friends were pretty uh, not creative, mm. and uh, it was just Guza. Which got shortened to Goose. That's so now, cool, though. My friends like Goose. Uh, the best nickname ever, though, I have a friend named Carl. Oh, sorry. I have a friend named Kyle, who we started calling <laughs> Carl, so much to the point that his parents would call him Carl sometimes. That's yeah, like because it just started like with the "Hey, Carl, good to see you," and then that's when it stuck. We're, we're gonna get to Kelsey and just find out what her nickname is, but I have to throw something in because mm-hmm. I'd be remiss not to do this. When I was growing up, all right, when we were teenagers, we had a friend named like, Kevin Hilton, right? Which is funny enough, right? And he was a very, very bad kid, right? We did a lot of bad things. We got into a lot of trouble in school. That just was kind of just how it was, right? Well, he created this just joking persona for himself named Kyle Fox. I kid you not. And then we all just started calling him Fox or Kyle Fox, right? It got so bad that security stopped us one time at our school and said, who is Kyle Fox and where is he? And we <laughs> died laughing. We're like, we don't know who he is, man. We just heard about him. He's, a myth. He's, a, he's, he's around you somewhere. They actually thought he was a real person. Some say he's not even real. Like they, didn't, they didn't even check school records to see if anyone named Kyle Fox was attending school. They just assumed that he was there and it's that like, we knew who he was and they needed to find him <laughs> to stop him. I am Kyle Fox. No, I am Kyle Fox. It's weird. Yeah. So, Kelsey, what uh, what say you? Uh, my nickname in high school was uh, Jiffy, and it's actually followed me to college. Because you're Spiffy Jiffy. Yes. On Twitter, yeah. I am. That is my Twitter handle. Um, but they start calling me Jiffy because my mom works for Jiffy Mix in Chelsea. What is know? Jiffy Mix? Jiffy Mix is like the cornbread mix, you know, and the they have the blue boxes, uh, the muffins. Gotcha. And yeah, muffins. The and muffin then we world. said something about doing like a pancake like fundraiser, and I was like, I can get free. Jiffy Mix, my mom works there. And <laughs> so they started calling me that my freshman year, and it followed me to the point where, like, there were, like, parents who didn't know my real name. They knew me as Jiffy, like, legitimately didn't know my real name. And then it's followed me to college now. All my friends call me Jiffy because two of my best friends from high school went here. And so they called me Jiffy, so now everyone here calls me Jiffy. Nice. F- fantastic. Well, you know what? I think it's time that we take a break and we come back with a real quick Tight recommendations and recommendations. Real tight. Wake up in the morning and I go and get the paper. Gotta get 
Hey guys, this episode of Raving Geeks has been sponsored by The Hall of Heroes. Located in Campus Court next to Subway, The Hall of Heroes is open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Visit their website at www.hallofheroesllc.com and let The Hall of Heroes become your go-to comic book destination. Synopsis is real. Never had that old Dixie feel with cats who make waves and aptly get a 360 deal. Right, this is my favorite section of the show. Check recommendations and recommendations where we tell you things to check out and wreck out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go first. Uh, Preacher is out now, or it will be very soon. The first episode May. Uh, Oh, it's in May? May 22nd, I believe. Oh, well, Malachi, you're kind of having issues with the month of May May right and now. March, I keep getting flipped <laughs> up. It's okay. Uh, anyway, uh, Preacher, the first episode is reviews are out for, so we can't actually watch them, but there have been reviews for the first episode, and they're very good. And I would just say go read Preacher first uh, if you can. It's amazing. I think we've talked about it a little bit on the show, uh, but it's probably one of the best. I would say top five comic uh, comics that I've ever read. So I'd agree with you because it's brilliant. Yep. It's one of my favorites too. I was a little skeptical, but I'm glad that the reviews are good because if people have read the book and then have seen that show, at least you know a couple episodes, first episode, and say it's good, my fears have subsided. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed it's not coming out until May. I thought it was going to be like next week or something like nope. that. But okay, anyway, reviews are good. So. Still soon, still soon, still timely. Tyler, what you got? Um, mine's a movie. Uh, Brie Larson, if you follow the movie world, just won the Oscar for Best Actress for the movie Room. Go watch that movie. It, it's a movie that I don't think got an, enough credit that it deserves. It's an amazing movie. It's really sad. It's it's depressing. It's so be ready for it. But it's it's one of those movies you just I I think you just have to watch. And we want to be perfectly clear that it's Room and not yeah. the Room. Although if you watch the Room, you will not be disappointed either because it's in a, it's the greatest worst movie ever made. You are tearing me apart, Tyler. <laughs> Oh hey, Mark. <laughs> okay, mine is. Uh, I promised you guys a long time ago that I would I would catch up on the Dark Knight three Master Race, and they've released number three. I'm still waiting on number four, but I'm gonna give you guys an update. Go buy these books; they're fantastic. I think they're really good. Way better than Dark Knight Strikes Again. Obviously, not better than Dark Knight Returns. How could it be? But uh, Azarello's story is really, 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 really good, and I think it it ties in very well with the kind of the sentiment that we're going to see in Batman versus Superman. Um, whereas you know, the fears that Ben Affleck's Batman has about Superman kind of like becoming this like unstoppable power that's like going to subjugate the human race. I mean, that's like a, a valid fear, but not something that we see like played out or probably are not going to see played out in that movie. This actually gets played out in the pages of this book and it's, it's really kind of cool. So as a parallel, I'm really excited to just like kind of, you know, do a thought experiment with both of these things put together. Cool. Okay, well, I think that wraps it up. Uh, go check us out, please, on Twitter keep, at Raving Keep sending Geeks. in questions. Yeah, send in questions. We'll get to them. Uh, maybe we'll just let them build up and do another episode like this before the end of the year, or maybe we'll just make a little section at the end of the show to answer stuff. But please, uh, I want to hear what you guys have to say about the salsa food versus condiment debate. This is very important. This is extremely important. We need our top men on it. Uh, and frankly, I'm a little upset that the current presidential administration hasn't donated more uh, dollars to research on Listen, this. Listen, until Trump comes out, and addresses this issue, it's not serious. Yep. Not serious. Ridiculous. Uh, but as always, uh, you can check us out on Facebook too, Raving Geeks. Uh, send us an email if you want, but we don't really push that out anymore, so I'm not going to tell you what my email address is. No. Uh, and I don't know, send us a carrier pigeon. Some send, owls? Come to my house and we'll hang out. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Tyler just wants to hang out with everybody. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm just like to hang out, man. Yeah. Yep. But until next time, uh, same bat time, same bat network. <laughs>